if more writers looked at writing a novel, like writing a bunch of short stories, number one, we'd have more novels in the world. And number two, we'd have better quality novels. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the more we go through this challenge, the more I look at like my journey, short stories have been really like a fundamental part of my growth as a writer. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators? And welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast. My name is Daniel Wilcox, and here with me every single week is... Is Sam Frost me, Sam Frost? Oh. Actually, Sam Frost in the person, Sam Frost. I'm always Sam Frost in the person. Well, no, you are to you, but... So. Bam! Okay, what's going on? Hello, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm also good. Cool. <laughs> I don't want to go from that. Um, yeah, it's been a... A week of stuff. I have a project that is going to start populating around places very, very, very soon. Um, I've put a lot of work into, mm-hmm. like a hell of a lot, and I've had some very fantastic, like mentors and people behind me and communities and things that are supporting as it happens. Um, and the activated authors, as of so, this goes out on Monday. The activated authors will see what's going on on the Friday, mm-hmm. and they'll start putting some things out. And then the following week things should start being a bit more public. So for people who like me teasing stuff, there you go. There's there's the tease for this week. But You're welcome. But no, I, it's it's something that has kind of been a culmination of a lot of months of different things and hard work coming together to create what it is to become. Obviously, you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's that's that's where I'm at in the minute. Yeah, just, it's exciting. I'm excited for you. Yeah, just piling away on that. So, yes, um, and obviously Flash Fiction February is still ticking along still happening um lots of people involved yeah thank you to everyone that's gotten involved like it really it really like genuinely i can't i mean i think i touched on this last week i don't really remember because time is (laughs) cruel and meaningless um but yeah it means a whole lot to just kind of see people getting involved and getting things from it um so thank you from the bottom of my little heart yeah. for jumping in and getting involved. And, you know, it's not over yet, so keep getting involved. And it's not too late. If you want to get involved and you haven't yet gotten involved, you can go to activatedauthors.com forward slash flash and sign up. It's a reflex. It's a reflex. It's a reflex. <laughs> <laughs> 28 videos, Sam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than that, or 28 exactly. I can't remember if you did like bonus ones around it. I bonus. Yeah, all right, twenty-eight. Um, also, just for people, <laughs> we don't talk about bonus. <laughs> just for people listening on uh, the feed, um, there is a little person present as well, clicking away on the game. So if there's any noises or extra things, that's him. Do you want to do you want to shout a hello, Bailey? Hello. There we go. We've got a Bailey. Um, yeah. So let's go into uh, a key takeaway for this week. Greg's. Actually, I will say the fact that Greg's uh, have a fashion oh. line in Primark. It, it's just the final nail in the coffin of my disgusting humanity. Like it is, <laughs> Greg's Crocs, everyone. Like Greg's Crocs. Greg's sausage rolls, lovely. Uh huh. Crocs, disgusting. Greg's Crocs, like the devil himself could not. 
Fashion with flavour. I'm having line. to remember there's a small person yep. in the room. Fashion with flavour, it says. So if you want to wear something <laughs> where the flavour is greasy, buttery, flaky pastry, then that's what you get. And for people who might not know what Greg's is over in the US, um, and I really hope they don't approach us at any point for sponsorship. Um, Why would they? I don't know. Like It could happen. Why? Dream big, man. Um, but for people <laughs> over in the US who don't know what it is, it's basically just a very convenient, cheap bakery line. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've now partnered with one of our biggest budget designer companies and have made all sorts of paraphernalia. Oh, you can get... Varsity so, jackets. Yeah, like if you think of the fashion... I love that we're just going off on this for a second. <laughs> if you think of the fashion line, I think they're called Supreme. It's like the red... Um, like a, what's, the, what's the shape? Rectangle. Yes. I'm not well. Um, rectangle and it says supreme and it's kind of like, I don't know, I, I don't understand it, but it's very like the kids love it. The kids. Okay, yeah. Um, it's like Greg's have gone, we're supreme. And they've kind of tried to emulate it a little bit. So, I mean, there's there's Greg's swimming costumes. Oh my God. Because nothing helps you float more than a sausage roll. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's <laughs> key takeaway. There you go. Yeah. Um, what's your key takeaway? Let's go. You go first, Dan. It's your business. So mine is, yeah, it's it's another one of those lessons that's constantly relearned and relearned and relearned. Yeah. But um, also, sometimes you watch something and people say things in just the right way for you to understand it, to hear it, and to mm-hmm. process it. And it was a, a clip of Sam Harris, who is um, a, I think he's a, a neuroscientist. He does lots of stuff with like sleep and meditation. He's got like an app um, called Waking Up, which is fantastic for people who want to meditate, but don't want to go through like the handheld version, like um, Headspace and all that kind got of you. stuff. Um, not to like, like they're fantastic, but this oh, is yeah. a bit more like just. It's a level up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he did a bit of a, a talk at some point where he was saying about how the only thing you've ever really got control is over is the now. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know this, but like, it's that thing of like, no, no, everything that you want relies on the decisions you're making in this instant. Isn't it weird how look, how everything we want is that ne- we never consider it now? Yeah. It's always like, I'll have that in the future. Or when things were good. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the past. Yeah. And it's that thing of like, obviously the future is never a reality until you get to that point. You have to make the choices in the now to get to where that is. And the only way you can make better choices now is by using what is in the past to then go into the centre. So I shouldn't have had toffee popcorn for lunch. Probably not. I mean, to be fair, I had some as well. So No regrets. Yeah, it was really good. I love toffee popcorn. It was really good. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that's kind of mine. It's just that reminder of, like, there's always that, oh, tomorrow or next week or whatever. And it it is just like, if you can really get into the centre of where you are now, so you can go, okay, is this a good choice? Is this not a good choice? What is it I want? And is this thing that I'm doing now getting me to that thing? Yeah. Because I hate, there's nothing that I hate more than like having those moments where I'm like, I know the type of person I want to be and I know that I'm not being that person. Oh, and mm-hmm. it happens a lot. And like, you know, I've been doing that on and off for like the last few years and, you know, life gets in the way a lot of the times. But at yeah. the same time, controlling what you can control to make the decisions to become the thing that you want to be. Mm-hmm. is Yeah. So small one. Yeah. Uh, not quite on the same line as Greg's. Not quite on the yeah. same line. Yeah. Tiny one. Um. Awesome. So our win for the week, uh, I'm going to put down to everyone getting involved in Flash Fiction in February. Just Aww. only because like all of the wins we're seeing in Activated Authors or a lot of the wins we're seeing in Activated Authors are from Flash Fiction February. People that getting involved. True, yeah. A lot of the ones are on the Facebook group. People getting involved, like mm-hmm. we've had emails. We've had like different people who 
they've got their friends involved we've got someone in the community who's brought in like the kids in their class to be involved in the challenge and like these stories are being created that yeah. weren't there before so i've been crying a lot mm. like and because of this <laughs> <laughs> Just, i feel like you're purposely taking advantage of the fact that i have to be a diluted version of myself right now mm -hmm to abuse me and i don't appreciate it fine noted. it is noted <laughs> it goes by permanent scorecard oh no 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 just just <laughs> when we record and i can say what i what i'm currently thinking you're going to get it both barrels mate okay bring it shots fired <laughs> not yet but there will be um but yeah, so that's that really is a win just because there's so much good coming out of it at the minute that it's that thing of like, just take a second to acknowledge it. You've got a massive standing ovation in Activated Authors, all the people saying, well done, all the work that you put into it because like you have put a hell of a lot of work into it to make it happen. So, so have you. Yes, that is true. But <laughs> at the same time, like your face is out there, you're pushing it like it was your idea. Like This is, do you know what? This is... <laughs> I know where this is gonna go. This is this is a like the curse of um the actor is that or the face of anything is that people obviously see you as the thing. Mm -hmm. Um and I have like I'm not saying I'm not trying to take away any of the work I've done because I have done a lot, a lot of work. Um, but because obviously your face isn't in the videos. And also, I think because people are used to you being activated authors, mm -hmm. um, I'm getting a lot of lovely, lovely praise and all the rest of it. And it's it's very sweet and it makes me feel very seen and held and heard. But at the same time, you have done so much work behind the scenes that like you created an entire <laughs> web page, like email sequencing. There's so much stuff that like I don't have the first clue on how to do. And you've done it all. So I would just like to say thank you to everyone that has like been very sweet and you know acknowledged the work that I've put in. It has been heard. But I would like to acknowledge the work that you have also put in because like it's the same as like casting crew. It's always the the cast that gets the glory because people see them, but it's nothing without everybody getting like getting involved and doing their their bit or another story go team i'll come to you i feel that was unnecessarily cruel <laughs> um but yeah so thank you everyone yeah and yeah that is that is that is a win it's fantastic and we are on so as of recording we're on day 12 so we're already nearly halfway through the challenge which is kind of insane um, we've got well over 200 coming up to 300 stories submitted now just mm -hmm. from those 12, first 12 days so um, and what I quite like about that is um, you know that so there was a bit of a an inspiration for where some of this came from and the other challenge that this came from uh, was a case of you had to submit every single day for this yeah. thing to do and we very deliberately said no to that for us just because we wanted to encourage the writing as opposed to like the kind of people submitting things they weren't too happy with and what's been nice is seeing that as the submissions are coming in, it's different names popping in at different mm -hmm. times. And so like, it's not just like all the same names spring around and again and again. It's like a lot of different people jumping in when yeah. they, like a, a prompt hits them. And I think as well, like, we're both parents. 
and I think that like we have a similar idea in that obviously you know it's important to have boundaries and all the rest of it but mm -hmm. like it's nice to lead uh like praise first does mm -hmm. that make sense so like yeah. I would rather say well done to someone. Reward effort rather than result. Yeah, and yeah. I'd rather say well done to someone that who managed to submit one thing in February who wouldn't normally have written than like punish everybody who did not produce 28 pieces mm -hmm. of yep. like it's because also if you miss one, you're just you're out. Yeah. And you know that and you're done and yeah, and that also that puts like it stops. I think that kind of like stress and pressure can stop a lot of people from like creating at their best mm -hmm. some people thrive off that kind of pressure yes. like when I did a similar challenge I really enjoyed it it was stressful but I really enjoyed it um that's what nano's for yeah do you know what I mean like nano's heavy when we do it yeah but at the same time with nano like if you don't write every day you haven't failed either yeah so it's it's mm. I, I think like I think it fits with kind of your general ethos which i agree with anyway which is like to be a real writer you don't need to write every single day uh -huh. like you know that kind of like you must write every day otherwise you are not a writer otherwise like you're a failure yeah it's it's a lot of all it's hogwash gobbledygook awesome so that's our wins so uh into the question which <laughs> we'll i try to do this <laughs> you're right and it took me longer than anticipated i tried to do it there just to lean. and i was just like my head's not going to go down there unless i've got something <laughs> we'll to photoshop it we'll like squish it together oh, <laughs> fix Lord. it in post um so our topic for today rather than the question um is getting started with short stories because we figure unbelievable because well, i stole your chance to say it yeah do you want to say it i mean we've got a format well i thought we had a format I... wow rewind go again so our topic for today is how to get started with short stories <laughs> so we thought this was pretty much just apt for now because you know short stories in this context will also cover like flash fiction and basically anything somewhat brief as opposed to like a novella or a novel mm -hmm. um and you know there's lots of people in the group getting involved writing um you know they're, they're submitting to this anthology they might want to find other places to submit for anthologies and obviously mm -hmm. people who have heard us talk about flash fiction a lot but might not have been involved yes like i just i just think it's very very timely to do Agreed. this and to put it forward and I, I think we kind of touched on some of this in an episode um a few weeks ago probably we touch on a lot of things a lot of the time that not aren't necessarily relevant to the i haven't even checked to see if this is a topic we've done already i don't think we have just a quick pause how to get started with short stories. <laughs> yes. So it's something I've been thinking about a lot. And I do think we mentioned it in a previous episode, potentially. Um, but the more we go through this challenge, the more I look at like my journey, short stories have been really like a fundamental part of my growth as a writer. Mm -hmm. um, because when I first started writing, I picked up a magazine. I think it was just a writing magazine. And it had some short story competitions in there. And I remember reading a few just to get a sense of what people were writing um, and I wrote one that I never submitted. And then... Um, I was about to say, how did it do? I didn't submit it, so <laughs> didn't begin very far. Um, and I read a bunch of Stephen King short story collections. I did submit one for his Bizarre of um, Bad Dreams Guardian competition years ago. That obviously did nothing, but I'm still proud of the story. And then, you know, banded together with Luke, Ben, Matt to launch the Other Stories podcast, which is a short story horror podcast. 
which has done like 10 million downloads now in what well, we launched it 2016. So like that really was a breeding ground for ideas, for creation, for writing style, for everything else I needed to learn how to write and to, and you know, we managed to make a damn good go of it. So yeah, like short stories is just like, we'll go into some of the, the specifics of it, but for me, it just is awesome. Um, I'm watching everyone during Flash Fiction February write their stories. It's like, I'm very, very excited to read them. But what's your kind of opinion on short stories? What's your experience with short stories at this point? My opinion on short stories is that they are a thing. People enjoy writing them and um, they exist. This is true. This is true. I'm not a big... <laughs> I'm not it's I'm not I've never really like written short stories I mean I I don't like I've written poetry um that doesn't really count as a short story it's a poem um the painkillers are just uh, uh, kicking in. Kick in yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I think that there are a really cool thing especially when people are first starting out, if they are unsure of kind of their voice, their craft, what they want to um, talk about, what genre they want to write in, I think they are an amazing place to just play and experiment. And that was kind of one of the reasons why I was excited about Flash Fiction February, mm -hmm. because it gives people that chance to just dip in and out. And it's also with short stories, it, you get that, you can start and finish. Yeah. I mean, you know, I is there is there a I don't with flash fiction, it's like a th generally it's like a thousand words mm -hmm. or less. Is there a limit for short stories? What would like what's considered a short story? I can't remember off the top of my head. I have somewhere in my head is somewhere between seven and a half thousand and ten thousand. Okay. So like arguably I might be wrong. But... Depending on like writing speed and how you write you could sit down and start and finish yeah. um a short story depending on the length and again like you know how mm -hmm. comfortable you are um in a day or you know in a couple of days so it's it's something that is very much unlike a novel something that is very much you can sit down you can play you can enjoy and you can have the first draft that raw kind of you know idea in a day or, or two days mm -hmm. Um, and there is something really rewarding about like starting a creative thing and then finishing it like really close the start and the finish line being close together. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think as well, if you are new to just writing in general, um, it's, it is kind of those quick wins that, that propel you forward and, and, and momentum. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And then you realize that like, oh, okay, well, a novel isn't much more than just a bunch of short mm -hmm. stories that fit together yeah in you know it's it's just yeah i think especially if you're like say if you're new i think it's a really good place to start i just i i just enjoy the longer form writing mm -hmm. personally well, unless well, it's poems yeah. i mean this is it like it's it's something different for everyone i think um I, I personally dismissed them quite strongly when I started writing or when mm. I was starting to think about writing. And um, it wasn't, I've made no secret of this, it wasn't until uh, an old colleague of mine, Secret Santa, me, one of Stephen King's short story collections, I was like, wow, there is so much 
versatility in a short story. Oh yeah, short stories are amazing. Like the collection, um, everything's eventual was just it was insane. Like how varied the styles were. Like first person, third person, past, present, all the different tenses. Mm-hmm. Like just different styles, different characters, and like it just it really really blew me away. Obviously enough to like get me into writing myself. Um, and it's one of the other things that I love about doing the other stories is you know when you go through and read submissions, you have like one prompt which could be i don't know like alien encounters and then mm-hmm. you've got 100 stories that are all just fundamentally different yep. in so many ways um but you're right like uh, the one of the best things about a short story is it really does just test your craft and help you build momentum because yep. a novel is such an overwhelming thing but when people come to story a lot of the time they're like i want to write a novel yes and yeah there seems to be a chasm in how people think of novels versus short stories and mm-hmm. fundamentally you've got the same main components like short stories are a bit different to novels because novels have to feel a bit more of a journey a bit more rounder as a story mm-hmm. um but they still have like beginning middle and end you still have like a rise yep. and a fall you still yep. have like all the structure that goes into story um and i think it's it's stephen king that says like a short story is um a kiss with a stranger in the dark mm-hmm. i'm just i love that because it's just that moment of just like something enough yeah and so you don't have to round off a character you can really nail down on like the theme and just the core mm-hmm. moment that you want in that story um and that's something that i absolutely loved crafting and then like you say a, a novel becomes just a successive string of short stories like yeah, each it's a scene con- it's a concept album essentially yeah, yeah each scene each chapter you can think of it as its own encapsulated short story because mm-hmm. at the same time you still got to take the reader from not quite like you don't want them to put the book down to then go into the next chapter to be interested again to come down yeah like there's the structure of story just goes through all of them so like as a as a step if you're brand new to writing mm-hmm. short stories man like yeah and i would do you know what i would argue as well that if more writers looked at writing a novel like writing a bunch of short stories number one we'd have more novels in the world and number two yeah. we'd have better quality novels mm-hmm. <laughs> because i think one of the one of the things that like um short form fiction forces you to do is cut away anything that isn't explicitly relevant she says in the challenge t-shirt yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so one of our prompts just for context for some people who have, uh, might have missed it one of our prompts was write a story of exactly a thousand words exactly a thousand words. and then a few days later it was edited down to exactly 500 because i'm evil uh-huh uh-huh i'm evil but it's true though <laughs> like i knew i knew that this was in like you know important anyway and I found it very much when like I'm going through my own edits of um my novel I'm just like okay is this in here because it's important to the story or is it is this in here because I'm being oh um I'm (laughs) enjoying my own company Mm -hmm. with words too much yes exhaling gusts (laughs) into a personal chasm yes exactly (laughs) it's just it it really it really is about having to be succinct and having to deliver the best story that you can Mm -hmm. and and limiting the words that you can use forces that to happen it's the same and I've, I've said this to you before like I often find parallels between acting, editing, writing poems, writing like anything creative because there is so much overlap. The mediums, how we tell the stories are different. Mm -hmm. I would argue anything to do with art is about storytelling. Yes. Which is why I call myself a multi-passionate storyteller. Yeah, This is the story you tell yourself as you're creating. Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, And I've noticed 
heavily that when I'm editing, as in video editing, so for example, the reels for for this, <laughs> I feel so short. You are short. I know. <laughs> I know. But because like my back's really bad and I have to kind of like turn like this and I can't like lift my head up, I'm, I'm like, listen to me, father. <laughs> um, so it yeah, when I'm video video editing. I will always start with, I'll take a chunk and I'm like, okay, there's, I can tell there's a theme, there's something in here that would work really well, like as a reel. And then yeah. almost exclusively every single time, I will start at a place where I'm like, this has to be the beginning. And then I'll get to the point where I'm like, it's still two minutes long. And then I cut out like dead air, mm's, ahs, anything that isn't strictly relevant to this through line of story that I've now got this like, beginning middle mm -hmm. and end and undoubtedly I will get to the end and it will be like a minute 40 and I have to try and find like extra things to cut and it's always the beginning yeah it's always the beginning it's always that first 30 seconds which I feel is essential until I get to the end and go actually that isn't essential like it's nice mm -hmm. but this setup is not required we can just start at the action because you're also trusting the person viewing it to be able mm -hmm. to fill in some of those gaps and just yeah. to bring yeah. their own context and i think it's very much the same when you are editing something down like mm -hmm. you get married to certain terms of phrase you get yeah. married to and it's like just because you like them it doesn't mean they're relevant mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely also great dating advice yeah just because you like them, it doesn't mean they're relevant. <laughs> or they're good for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so there's a couple of parts to that because there's the craft side of the short stories, which, as we say, is kind of like trying to really learn yes. beginning, beginning, middle and end, how to tell a story. Finding your voice is huge. And one of the things I've, again, loved about this challenge is seeing people trying different genres, trying yeah. different voices. Yeah, like just, just playing because, like, we very quickly will come to writing, or at least I did anyway, was like, this is the type of writer I am. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until oh, I played yeah. everywhere else that I was like, okay, this is, because you have to know what feels good, what doesn't. And like, yeah. I spent ages writing in first person, then I went back to third person, then I went past, and then I went present. And like, I found my strides tend to now be like, in novels, third person past, in novellas, I've started to come around to first person present, um, and in short stories tend to be first person past. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I just really like those as styles for those different forms. And yeah. there's reasons that we can go into a later episode on that. Um, but that's after like, you know, I've had like, I think 50, 60 short stories published. I've written more than that. Like I've done a lot of novels at this point. Like mm -hmm. I've played enough now to know confidently what styles I work in. Yeah. Um, and so you have that creative side of, you know, how the story work, what is story, how do I become a writer? And then on top of that, you also have the mindset side, which mm -hmm. is, you know, how do I actually live as yeah. I write and like accept that I'm a writer and push through the hard parts, imposter syndrome, writer's block, all that kind of stuff that people tend to encounter that we've spoken about somewhat. Absolutely. Um, but then you've also got like the habit and the routine and the building up. And like you say, when people first get into a novel and you're you're sitting down, and you're writing, you're like, oh my God, I've still got like hundreds of thousands of words to go, potentially. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a short story, you're still doing the writing, which would be exactly the same action as it would with a novel. Yes. But you're giving yourself that finish. You're giving yourself yeah. that shorter time. It's less time intimidating run. because, mm -hmm. like, our brains, when we think of, like, writing a novel, we, we are thinking, like, beginning, middle and end. Okay, I start at the beginning and I'm not done until the end. And that's, mm -hmm. like you say say you're writing an epic fantasy that could be like 200 or 1000 words mm -hmm. whereas if you're writing a short story like it's a lot less and your brain 
cannot comprehend breaking it down. Mm-hmm. You see it like as as this huge thing. Whereas with a short story, you're like, oh, it's just it's just this. It's like if someone you know says, are you hungry? I'll make you some dinner, and you're like, oh no, I'm not. And they're like, oh, you know, you do you want a crisp? Oh yeah, I can eat crisps. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> I, I miss crisps. I yep. love them. Get crisps. Okay. <laughs> but yeah um so yeah just just that quick win is, is is so so powerful and not only that but like with some of the other stories prompts when we first started doing that was if the first story didn't feel quite right i could write another quite quickly yeah so you can so with, with some of those themes i would write a story and then be like oh this isn't quite soon mm-hmm. like it isn't good enough for me yep. and obviously like anything <laughs> anything i want to put out i'm like is this going to be like i need to be proud of it <laughs> And so for some prompts, I would write two, maybe three stories. Mm-hmm. And I could do that because I had like the month to write a 2000 yeah. word short story. And so it gives you a bit more time to play with, to craft, to see what works for you. Because <laughs> as we've seen this month, like, and not because we've read any of them, but because people have told us like, mm-hmm. not every prompt and every story you write is going to be a hit for you. It's, it's no. like some of them you write and you're like, oh, you know, that's all right. Like one of my favorite short stories that I ever wrote, I wrote it in <laughs> 20, 25 minutes and it just came like, I, it just when came out <laughs> when the world fled east yeah and it was one of those that was it, it just poured out like and you know there was nothing that should have been special about it mm-hmm. but it was just it just happened and and that's what you're fighting for in those moments when you're writing lots of short stories um so with the other stories every year we'd write a minimum of 12 for each topic but obviously mm-hmm. like there were other things i was writing yeah. as i say two or three maybe for each prompt yeah we had patreon stories that sometimes we'd write extra for so you end up writing 40 stories and I think I sent you the other day like I think I've got about maybe 60 or 70 short stories that I've written that are on a dock somewhere and probably about four or five of those I'm incredibly proud of like I'm happy with them all yeah yeah, yeah. but there are four or five on there that stand out I'm like yes I did it and the only way that was able to happen was because of all the other ones that came before and just building the habit and just writing and like just developing a routine in which you allow for those possibilities to happen Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think it is so easy to like start an epic project because there's so much excitement and I, I've you know I've heard a lot of writers be like oh I don't want to write a short story like I want to write a novel and mm-hmm. it's like I think at the minute if you've not written either what you want is to probably like the romance have the romance of saying you're writing a novel yeah um, there's no romance oh my god there's it's no you up romance. at 5am with bags under your eyes in your pyjamas just bleeding onto a page yeah and also <laughs> writing and writing yep <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the alarm clock goes off <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, but but yeah it really it, it's so much easier to like fail at something huge because it takes so much longer mm-hmm. and I say I'm using fail particularly as a provocative word because that's how our brains will often view it you know like say you've promised yourself um I'm gonna write three times a week mm-hmm. uh, you know for for this year all it takes is for you to miss a day in a week and then you feel like you failed and then we fall back into old habits and all the rest of short story you can say okay I'm going to, I'm going to write it. And because yeah. like you say, it's so much shorter, you really do get that jolt of, oh, I can do this as opposed to like having to hit every session for like X amount of time mm-hmm. to get your first draft out before then going into edits and all the rest of it. It's, it is just a great medium, a great way of getting people to the page without it being so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um 
and so kind of just intimidating yeah. I mean I think I've already used that word I've, the painkillers I'm on are strong so I apologize if at any point I'm repeating what Dan's saying or I'm or repeating, repeating what I'm saying or I'm repeating what Dan is saying or I'm repeating <laughs> <laughs> my own my own points yeah um but yeah I just think as as I know I've said experimenting with genre tone voice style mm-hmm. all of that kind of thing it's great to do that at, at any point in like your kind of author journey or career you know it's always fun to to play and experiment because we can get caught in our own kind of ruts and routines and habits in a way that it can feel a little bit stale so just using short stories then even just as a writing exercise yeah to kind of kind of find that that um like a palette cleanser between joie de vivre yeah come through painkillers oh yeah um but also it's a it's a great like I say it's a great tool for um if you are wanting to write more but you are like not sure where to start mm-hmm. flash fiction short stories brilliant place to start yeah and it's a perfect time to remind mm-hmm. people as well that that first draft is meant to be rough it's meant to be messy and <sighs> yes, with, with something that's a thousand words two thousand words you can begin to understand your own self-editing process mm-hmm. as well as like by all means you can still send these stories to editors you can still send them to mm-hmm. proofreads and get that feedback um but it really helps you understand that you know that first draft can be a slug and then yeah. you, you tweak it and uh editing is the magic that comes after um i did also want to touch on something that could be a bit contentious sometimes with short stories um which oh. is there is a bit of um for people who are new to short stories who haven't read like collections or seen all that kind of stuff uh in much the same way that there is with novels and other sort of longer fiction you do have um a bit of a contrast sometimes between literary and pulp so um literary short stories will tend to be the ones that you see in like writing magazines and, and uh newspapers and online all that kind of stuff and like for me you know it's it's whatever flavor um <laughs> whichever flavor drinks your gravy floats your boat <laughs> drinking your one. gravy um yes whichever works for you but like with with literary it tends to be a lot more heavily based around very very deep advanced elements of the craft and a lot more um and i don't mean this negatively but showmanship when it comes to word choices and a lot more um heightened critique versus what i'd say with pulp tends to be a lot more about entertaining the reader and writing stories again like similar to genre fiction versus literary which would i rather read (laughs) well yeah exactly and this is it like i have a real problem with with this like literary fiction and then like genre fiction it's all literary it really re- it's all literary mm-hmm. i can't say that word it's <laughs> also all not real get off your high horse mm-hmm. you're making stuff up too yeah high horse. a very high horse <laughs> like a camel um <laughs> atop the hump atop the hump but like with uh so the, the reason I, I say this is because I, there's been a few people um, me and luke teach every now and then we'll do like a writing short stories mini course um information over the other stories.net if you want to find out or get on the waiting list for that for we haven't yet announced when our next one's going to be it's horror short stories isn't it or the other so, stories so it's yeah. writing short horror stories is a course we do also take people that do like dark fantasy sort of different but, things yeah. that have an edge a bit of teeth to it um but even within that the core principles of writing a short story are in that mm-hmm. and then it's you take your flavor but obviously our expertise when it comes to evaluating short stories tends to be more on the horror so that's kind of yes. why we angle it because we're a bit more used to that as opposed to me evaluating a short romance story um, yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah so i've had a few people kind of like oh what what shall I read? What kind of this? And a few people, if you go on to like places like Amazon and you write short story collections, the top 
views will tend to be the more literary ones. And I'd argue that, for example, with the other stories, if you want to get into writing short horror stories, look for horror anthology collections, be yeah. specific about the genre because it makes a difference. There are a lot of general um, literary short story collections out there from, again, the sort of entries into competitions and mm -hmm. magazines and all that kind of stuff, um, but really niche down on the genre. And again, I think that's why Stephen King spoke to me so much because obviously, like, arguably he's very literary. Yeah. Because of it's Stephen King and his writing's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he's very specifically planted in the horror genre. Yeah. So that was kind of the springboard for that. Um, I think as well, like, when short stories are done, like, well, they are so effective. One of my earliest memories of a story that I was read to, was read to, was read to me? was read yeah. to me, um, was Roald Dahl's Lamb to the Slaughter. Mm. Um, and... Roald Dahl did a lot of horror. Yeah. But it, it's it's such... I remember, like, listening to it, except it was in English, and I'm pretty sure, because as I'm thinking back to the pictures that were created in my brain as the book was being, or the story was being read to me, I pictured it around Laceby, which is the village I grew up in. So I'm assuming mm. it would have been year six that like I would have heard it. Yeah. Um, and just just how quickly he, we, you know, we get from um the woman done did the bad thing to the woman done got away with the bad thing, but how clever and like mm -hmm. his use of language and all of the rest of it and um, I, I think it starts with her practicing like her normal calm face and voice in the mirror before yeah. she goes out. And it's just like, I know in my head that they had a horrible marriage. I know that he was likely mm. abusive. I know all of this stuff, but none of it is mentioned in the story. No, it's all suggestive. It's and all that's subtext. that's what's genius it's, about yeah. it. Like, I know all of these things, yet none of it's there. Yeah. So like, it, it really is because... I think there can be a bit of, I'm doing that thing where I'm, I'm waffling. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're fine. It can be a thing, I think, where um, there is almost like a, well, there can almost be like a snobbery yeah. around short stories. <laughs> Just to him. You, yeah. You've been cheeky. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think it's so effective and there can be, just oh, masterful they really can be beautiful yeah you can you can achieve it a lot with very little um i won't i won't belabor this point because i think you've, you've done well to illustrate it but like um for people and i will i will say this comes with a heavy content warning because this is probably one of the grossest stories i've ever read um but <laughs> if people fancy well th this story got famous for making people pass out while they were oh yeah, yeah you told me um, about this and i was like i'll pass it's by chuck palanuk who wrote fight club and the story's called guts and you can find it online but it was um an experience it was intense once again like, heavy content warning. heavy content warning. if you are not like, a horror reader I, do go nowhere near it and i i mean that of every cell of my body like yeah it's fair warning you've been you've been warned um so how do people get started with short stories so something that um i came across a few years ago that a few of uh my rightly friends have been involved with and i think it's a fantastic way to to learn short stories to commit to build a writing habit all those mm -hmm. kind of different things um there is the Ray, Bra Ray Bradbury challenge, which people do every year. I've heard about this. Is this writing a short story a week? One short story every week. So by the end of the year, so, you're going to yeah. have 52, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. 52 short stories. Um, and again, like by committing to doing something like this, there's, I can't, I don't think there's specific prompts. I think it's just literally a case of you write a short story every week. 
but you build your habit, you build a portfolio, you build your craft. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that, you've got 52 short stories and not every single one of them can be awful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. like one, two, three, possibly 10, if you're very, very lucky, will be standout short stories that you're very proud of. You can edit, mm-hmm. but it really just drills in the practice of moving forward yeah. and just keeping going. And because that's nothing kills more writers than them looking at their own story and going, I suck or having one person go, this yeah. story sucks. And it's like, yeah, maybe it does when, when you start off because yeah. you're starting something new. You get better, you practice, you write more, you read more, you be deliberate and you just improve. That is that is the path to being a writer. So yes, <laughs> so the Ray Bradbury challenge is a great way to start. Um, also like Flash Fiction February. Yeah. Like, and th- we're not deliberately doing this for self-plug, but things like there are many competitions like this, many different things that mm-hmm. give you specific prompts where you can go in and go, okay, right. What does my mind give me from this? Mm-hmm. Um, like I wrote a few short stories from old prompts to begin with when, when I first started. Oh, Pinterest. Ooh. Right. Pray tell. Pinterest has, is the home to some incredible writing prompts. If you just type in like story prompts, short story prompts, um, I mean, don't there are obviously like a lot of kind of not great ones. There yep. are there are a lot of like repetitive ones. Yeah. But like, if you spend more than five minutes on there, you find some really really interesting ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would say about writing prompts is, you just because it like may suggest to you a genre or may t- suggest to you a style to write it in from like first blush at looking at it that it doesn't mean that's how you have to go like yeah exactly like if it if you are <laughs> i don't know a romance writer and the prompt feels like horror okay so how can you play in mm-hmm. your genre with that like yeah yeah you know i mean look at one of the arguably the most like um beloved romances um like quirky romances is the corpse bride yeah she's a corpse yeah right (laughs) like you know there's so many people love the macabre and and love together so like you can you can always combine these things but just Mm -hmm. just play around with with it yeah. What I would say absolutely and again like Instagram there's like hashtag flash, flash fiction Friday like they'll be on mm-hmm. Twitter TikTok there's there's loads of places you can get started loads of people on Instagram as well do those um I'm doing this because it's a square post <laughs> it's a square um but they have they'll have like um you know one to 30 or 31 depending on what yeah, it is yeah, yeah. and it'll and it'll just have like a different word or something for you to write around mm-hmm. every day yeah. Go to random word generator and like just decide before you go onto it a number. Yeah. And then when you get to that number, write a story around that. Yeah. So the only thing stopping you is you. Yeah. That, well, that's always true. Find a prompt, find a thing to write, get writing, start building your habit. Um, but yeah, I think just just to kind of like cap it off, as I say, the I I don't know, I think just because I was so in the throes of it at the time that it just felt like it never felt like I was learning craft through short stories. It just felt like I was building like a story studio with, mm-hmm. with the other guys. Like that was how, you know, the other stories were built. It was just a podcast that kept growing and growing. We were doing like fun with it. Um, and obviously it was a chance for us to write our stories and, and, mm-hmm. and hit new audiences. Um, but like, it really, really was the staple of my growing career. Like I was still writing novels alongside them and working on longer form, but yeah. every month I had to write a short story. Mm-hmm. Like if I missed it, then I screwed up the other guys that like was a real issue because yeah. you know, we were putting this out. 
Um, and we got very, very fortunate that we found the right people and and the thing grew. But like it all started by just what like that that first conversation with the guys was literally let's come up with a project we could all do together to help grow an audience and to work on our craft. Mm-hmm. And I suggested an e-magazine that we could just literally write for short yep. stories, put it up on Amazon each month, like build that up. Luke went, let's do a podcast with it. And I was like, I, that sounds awful. I've never done podcasting before and it's terrifying. Um, and it, it's, oh my God, no. it sprang from that. It sprang from that, from like Luke driving it, finding all the actors and getting things started. And then eventually like Carl jumping and all that. But like, you know, it was just, it was just four guys putting out short stories. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's like you wake up in the morning um feeling like p diddy and then you're like i'm gonna start another podcast oh now yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Just, the idea, this is, this is... just the idea of you being like oh that sounds terrifying not for me yeah yeah but that was that was the first that was the, my first experience with podcasting like i'd never even listened to them at that point and we were just we just started it but you were, were you narrating them uh one or two not a lot of them <gasps> You personally? There's a couple I've narrated, yeah. I played a Scottish hawk in one of them. So. I thought that was going somewhere different. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard. I was hey, like, you want it? You want to go in the alley? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Anyway, I think we should start wrapping this up. So, yeah, agreed. Um, this is, this is taking, parenting taking a nose 101. Yeah. Also, forgive the extraneous noise eruptions. Um, it's fine. <laughs> um okay so that's short stories that's how to get started but yeah in summation they're a fantastic playground they're a sandbox for creation ideation habit building all the things and there are many places where you can carry that on and get involved and get started um i think kind of with that we might as well for this week plug flax fiction february on top of the the growing soundtrack uh here's his fine i promise um We'll plug Flash Fiction February. So if you want to get involved, activatedauthors.com forward slash Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not thinking of joining this year, then do put yourself on the mailing list because it's very likely we're going to run this again next year. Absolutely. And we've got a few more potential projects that we're launching later this year of the same ilk. Mm-hmm. Um, Could I just, on that though, can I yeah. just say like, if you want to get involved, but like submitting stories, like you don't feel like you want other people to read them yet, just, just get involved. Just mm. like... If, you know, if it's just a case of you're just starting out and you're not ready to submit stuff, the prompts go up on Instagram, like the, and our Facebook page. So like, you can see what the prompts are and write along with us and just not submit them if that's your thing. Or again, like if you feel like you've missed a boat, you haven't because you can start at any point. As long as it's still February, the competition, the competition, the challenge challenge. is still live. So like, activatedauthors.com forward slash flash. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, if uh, you are involved in the challenge and you're kind of like stocking up your best stories to submit, honestly, just submit your stories. Yeah, Because like, we're going to be reading through them anyway. Like it's a non-judgmental thing. We're obviously going to be like picking the ones that we think do stand out, but Mm -hmm. like, you aren't always going to be the best judge of your stories. No. So the more you submit, the higher the chances you have of getting your stories involved into the final anthology. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, I'd submit every single one of mine, even if I knew they were rubbish, just for that extra chance of of getting in. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's not like you give yourself a disadvantage by submitting more. Um, And they're all blind read anyway. Like it's 
we won't know which stories belong to who or yeah, what until, until quite very, literally very we've said right these are our final stories that's when we then oh, look goodness. to see who wrote them so we can tell them yeah yeah <laughs> but like up until that you know it's not it's not as if we're gonna go oh another one by this person or i didn't enjoy this person's last one so i'm gonna look on this one yeah with less favor we won't know yeah and there it is. I'm now I'm going to attempt to do the outro. Good job. Without Good having job. It, Good luck. Without having it in front of me. So a massive thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week. And if you want to find out more about all we've got going on, head on over to activatedauthors.com to find out all about our resources, our community, and all of the fun things we've got going on. One more time from myself and from <laughs> Sam <laughs> and from Bailey. We will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Activate your energy.